the promise of restoration, understanding God's plan for us. In life, we often face struggles and hardship. It can be difficult to understand why we must go through such trials and how we can possibly find peace in the midst of them. But the Bible has many encouraging passages that can provide comfort and hope for us during these times. One such passage is found in Zechariah 9, 12, which tells us of God's promise and plan for restoration. In this message, we will explore what this promise means and how it can help us to better understand and trust in God's plan for our lives. Welcome, kindred soul. I'm honored to be here with you and share spirit-led messages to nourish your soul. As we go through the teachings, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Return any time you want clarification or simply want more nourishment. At the end, I will be providing you with the option of extended teachings if you wish to continue. Let's open the best frequency by speaking words of positivity. I am light, loved, and whole, created and designed for a purpose. I give and receive abundance, and work with all my heart as I open the pathway for others. The need for restoration. As human beings, we often find ourselves in a state of brokenness. Whether it be due to our own choices or the consequences of others' actions, we can feel lost, hopeless, and in need of restoration. This need is not new, and it is something that has been felt throughout history. In fact, the Bible is filled with stories of restoration, and God promises to restore us as well. However, before we can understand God's plan for restoration, we must first understand the need for it. Brokenness can manifest itself in many ways, such as a broken relationship with a loved one, a lost job or career, or even physical illness. Regardless of the form it takes, it is something that leaves us feeling empty and incomplete. Furthermore, our brokenness often leads us down paths that take us farther from God. We may feel guilty or unworthy of His love and grace, leading us to distance ourselves from Him. This only perpetuates the cycle of brokenness and makes restoration seem even more impossible. God reminds us that even when we feel trapped in our brokenness, we can always return to Him as our fortress and find hope in His promise of restoration. The need for restoration is a reminder that we are not meant to live in a constant state of brokenness. It is an invitation to trust in God's plan and seek His help in repairing what has been damaged. Through His love and grace, we can find the strength to move forward and be restored to wholeness. Understanding God's Promise Restoration is not a foreign concept in the Bible and it is God's promise to restore what has been lost or broken. Restoration refers to the act of bringing back to its original state or the act of renewal. God's promise of restoration is not only limited to material possessions but includes restoring relationships, health, and our spiritual state. God is a restorer, and in His infinite wisdom, 
He has a plan for us to be restored to what He initially created us to be. God's promise of restoration to His people, and He promises to restore more than what was lost. This promise gives us hope and reassurance that nothing is impossible with God, and we can trust that He will restore whatever has been lost or broken in our lives. God's promise of restoration is not limited to just a select few individuals but applies to all who seek Him. The promise of restoration is not a one-time event but a continuous process of renewal that God wants for us. Restoration is a journey that requires faith, trust, and obedience to God's plan. God has a unique way of restoring our lives and he can use various situations and circumstances to achieve his plan. Examples of God's restoration in the Bible include Job's restoration of health, the prodigal son's restoration of relationships, and the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem by Nehemiah. These examples remind us that God is always working to restore what has been lost or broken in our lives. However, restoration does not happen overnight and it requires us to cooperate with God's plan. We may face obstacles in the restoration process, such as fear, doubt, and unforgiveness. We must recognize these obstacles and allow God to heal and restore our hearts. As we trust in God's plan for restoration, we must also do our part in the process. We must seek Him through prayer reading His Word, and being open to His leading. We must also be willing to forgive and seek reconciliation with those who have hurt us. Examples of Restoration in the Bible God has always been a God of restoration. From the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden to the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem, the Bible is filled with examples of God restoring His people. Here are a few examples. 1. Job. Job was a righteous man who suffered great loss and was left in a state of despair. However, God restored him, giving him back twice as much as he had before. In the end, Job was blessed with a new family, more wealth, and a deeper understanding of God. 2. David. David was a man after God's own heart, but he made some terrible mistakes. He committed adultery with Bathsheba and had her husband killed. Despite his sin, David repented and was restored by God. He went on to become a great king and leader. 3. Israel Throughout the Old Testament, the nation of Israel continually fell into sin and disobedience. However, every time they repented and turned back to God, He restored them. He forgave their sins, protected them from their enemies, and provided for their needs. 4. Jesus The ultimate example of restoration is Jesus. He came to restore our relationship with God, which was broken by sin. He died on the cross for our sins and rose again, giving us eternal life and the promise of a restored relationship with God. These examples show that no matter how broken we may feel, God is always ready and willing to restore us. 
He is a God of second chances and His love knows no bounds. We just need to be willing to repent and turn back to Him. The Process of Restoration God's promise of restoration is a powerful message that brings hope and encouragement to those who are struggling with brokenness and despair. But, how does this restoration actually happen? What is the process involved in receiving the fullness of God's restoration in our lives? First, it's important to understand that restoration is not a one-time event, but rather a journey. It's a process that requires time, effort, and commitment on our part. As we surrender our brokenness to God and allow Him to work in our lives, we begin to experience His healing and restoration in different areas of our lives. The process of restoration begins with repentance. This means acknowledging our sins and failures before God, confessing them, and turning away from them. It's a decision to allow God to have complete control over our lives and to submit to His will and ways. Once we have repented and turned to God, the next step in the process of restoration is to receive His forgiveness. God promises in 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This forgiveness is not based on our own merit or worthiness, but on God's grace and love for us. As we continue in the process of restoration, we will also experience a renewal of our minds. This means allowing God to transform our thoughts and perspectives to align with His truth and will. Romans 12, 2 encourages us, Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Finally, the process of restoration also involves a rebuilding of our lives. This means allowing God to restore and rebuild what has been broken and destroyed in our lives. This may involve relationships, finances, health, or any other area that has been affected by our brokenness. As we trust in God and allow Him to work in our lives, we can experience His power to heal and restore all things. Obstacles to Restoration While the promise of restoration is something that we can hold on to with hope and faith, it's important to recognize that the path to restoration can be fraught with obstacles. These obstacles can take many different forms, but they all have the potential to prevent us from fully experiencing the blessings that come with God's restoration plan. Here are some of the common obstacles that we may encounter. 1. Unforgiveness One of the biggest obstacles to restoration is holding on to bitterness and resentment. When we refuse to forgive others or even ourselves, we close ourselves off to the possibility of healing and reconciliation. 2. Doubt When we're in the midst of difficult circumstances, it can be easy to doubt God's promises and lose faith in His plan for our lives. Doubt can lead us to question whether we'll ever experience restoration, causing us to give up on the journey altogether. 3. Fear 
Fear can hold us back from taking the steps necessary to move forward and experience restoration. Whether it's fear of failure, fear of rejection, or fear of the unknown, it's important to recognize these fears and trust in God's faithfulness to guide us through them. 4. Pride. Sometimes, we may struggle to accept help or admit our need for restoration because of pride. When we're too proud to ask for assistance or admit our mistakes, we prevent ourselves from experiencing the fullness of God's restoration plan. 5. Unbelief. If we don't truly believe in the promise of restoration or in God's ability to restore us, we may unintentionally sabotage our own journey towards healing and wholeness. It's important to recognize these obstacles and work towards overcoming them as we seek restoration. By relying on God's strength and wisdom, we can move past these barriers and experience the fullness of His plan for our lives. Our Role in the Restoration Process While God promises restoration for us, we have a role to play in the process. Our role begins with recognizing the need for restoration. It requires a willingness to acknowledge that something is broken or missing in our lives, and that we need God's help to restore it. Once we have identified the areas in need of restoration, our role is to participate in the process. This involves surrendering to God's will, allowing Him to work in us, and taking steps to align our lives with His plan. This may mean seeking forgiveness, making amends, or letting go of harmful habits or relationships. As we participate in the process, we must also trust in God's timing. Restoration may not happen overnight, and we may face setbacks or challenges along the way. However, if we remain faithful and patient, God's promises will be fulfilled. Additionally, our role in the restoration process involves supporting others in their own journey towards restoration. This may mean offering encouragement, accountability, or even practical help as needed. Ultimately, our role in the restoration process is one of surrender, trust, and obedience to God. By embracing this role, we can experience the fullness of His promise of restoration in our lives. Trusting in God's Plan As we journey through life, we face many trials and tribulations that may lead us to doubt God's promises. However, it's important to remember that God has a plan for each and every one of us, and that includes restoration. Trusting in God's plan requires us to let go of our own desires and expectations and surrender our lives to Him. This can be a difficult task, especially when we're facing challenging circumstances that test our faith. But we can find comfort in knowing that God's plan for us is always good. Jeremiah 29, 11 reminds us that for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Trusting in God's plan also means that we believe in His timing. Often, we may become impatient and want immediate restoration, but God's timing is always perfect.
Ecclesiastes 3, 1 tells us that there is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under the heavens. It's also important to remember that God's plan may not always align with our own understanding. Isaiah 55, 8-9 reminds us that for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. In order to fully trust in God's plan for restoration, we must remain faithful in our relationship with Him. This includes daily prayer and seeking His will for our lives. Proverbs 3, 5-6 reminds us to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. Ultimately, trusting in God's plan for restoration requires faith, patience, and surrender. But through our trust and reliance on Him, we can find peace and joy in the promise of restoration that He has for us. Thank you for listening to this teaching. If you would like to go further with this teaching, or any others, please visit firstlightteaching.com. I also want to thank any of you who may have donated. Your blessings have provided me the opportunity to bring this to you and share my light with the world.